0: Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories.
1: We'd been crammed into Buzz's single cab for an hour. The sun was up, but the sky was so dark you couldn't tell, and I hadn't looked up from the screen anyway. The keys were coming fast now that I was actually playing the game, but there'd been no sign of a login or any clue from Fairchild. Everything in the game seemed to be part of the game. I'd used the first key to open the door to the next level from the elevator. When I stepped out, it was completely different. The field of view was cut down like I could only see out of my right eye, and the depth of objects all felt off. It was basically one open room surrounding the elevator. Bright white, floors and ceilings, fluorescent bulbs, and there were long white tables set up in every direction in perfectly straight rows with different stations set up along them. Computer monitors, physical puzzles, All logic-driven stuff. Right eye, left brain. I remembered Fairchild's talk on the video. Dolphins and birds sleeping with half their brains, shutting down one side. This was like a level entirely built to use one side of the brain. Tim's notes started making sense. I got the key and moved to the next floor. The third level was the opposite. Only my left eye, only my right brain. Like the game wanted to get me used to living in just one side. I said game. Didn't feel like playing a game. It felt like someone was poking around inside my head. Like the timekeeper, Fairchild, was feeling around, watching. Like you could see the electrons firing. By the time I looked up, I had three more keys and I found myself walking around the slot machine Blake had been playing.
2: Charlie. Hey, Charlie.
0: Huh? We're getting gas. Do you want anything from inside? I hadn't even realized we'd stopped. I looked around.
1: A deserted gas station in the middle of nowhere. I'm gonna get some food.
2: Sour gummies. For breakfast? It's a road trip breakfast.
0: Okay, sour gummies. Charlie? Sour gummies. Great, two sour gummies. Good brain food, glad we're not solving life or death puzzles or anything.
1: Sitting in the cab, it was the first time Zoe and I had been alone together in months. Granted, Buzz was pumping gas a few feet away, but Inside, in the rain, it felt like its own little world. I was never nervous around her, but now I was. I couldn't even pay attention to the game. All I could think about was her leg touching mine as we sat crowded into the center of the bench seat. (laughs) Like Buzz and Gama were still bookending us. I am, I'm going to use the restroom.
2: You should take the laptop.
1: Just play it for me. Ha. It wasn't raining hard, but the skies were dark and the forecast had said the heavy stuff was on its way. I could see Gama inside scouring the shelves. The bathroom was outside around the back. It smelled like old piss and cigarettes, and the urinal was half-filled with cigarette butts, floating like rose petals and perfume. I ran back through the levels in my head. The changes he made would have been simple, obvious, text-based. The series of numbers in the first room? I heard the tick-tock. I'd heard so much it took me a second to realize I shouldn't be hearing it with the laptop in the car. But it wasn't the tinny speaker sound. It was more mechanical. Like the tick behind the door on the lowest level. The keyhole with the red light. The mechanical tick I'd imagined from Fairchild's watch. Coming from behind the closed door of the stall. Hello. I splashed cold water on my face, and as I looked in the mirror above the sink, I swore there was someone standing behind me. A tall, dark figure with a mask. A mask covered in eyes that darted in every direction at once. I turned, but there was no one there. But on the door, scratched in big letters across the gray metal, Two words, tick,
0: dog. Bro, what's wrong? The door, look at the door. What? What, what am I looking at?
1: Gama held the door open and looked.
0: For a good time call your mom? Is that what I'm supposed to be seeing?
1: I walked around to the other side and he was right. The only thing scratched into the door was a good time call message and a few penises. The ticking sound was gone and so were the words I thought I'd seen.
0: Charlie, you good? It was right here. What was? Nothing. Uh, nothing. Um,
1: I'm just
0: tired, I guess. Never mind. Okay, well, here are your gummies. I gotta take a leak, and some muffins too, in case you two idiots decide you want something besides sugar for breakfast.
1: There's more sugar in the muffins. Whatever. Don't worry, I got it. I dropped the gummies in a puddle and bent down to pick them up, and that's when I remembered. The badge in the hallway when I left the room on the first level, I bent over to pick it up. The name on the badge was Jacob Fairchild, but when I'd looked at it in the inventory, the name was Jay Fairchild. And the object description was a random series of letters and numbers. I'd figured it was just placeholder text, that the game wasn't finished, but maybe it was something more. Charlie, Charlie, come here. I think I might have the password. It shut off. The computer?
2: No, the server. I had the leaderboards up since that's the only thing I can actually click, and I saw all these new names.
1: New names where?
2: On the live board. Just all these random names, people playing the game. And then it shut off. I don't know if it was too many people, and it crashed, or if the power went out, but the
0: whole server is offline.
3: Bro, there is no pause. There is play or
0: do not play. Once you start, you can't stop. I turn it off, turn it back on, doesn't
1: matter.
2: How much time did you have?
1: Please don't make me do math right now.
2: Charlie, we need to know how much time you have.
1: Seven hours, 58 minutes, with six keys.
2: Okay, so 478 minutes. You were in the bathroom too. Let's round down to 470, and then half that.
1: Four hours. A little under is what I set the alarm on my phone for. We figured the storm had knocked out the power. We were an hour from Nine Mile Bridge, and it would take 15 minutes to get to Shady Pines. So we stuck to the plan. We'd find whatever was at the coordinates, then load up and head to Shady Pines to get the server back on.
0: How much further? Almost there. Guys, look. There's Tim's truck.
1: Al's auto where the sheriff said they'd leave it. Still hasn't got it. We'd been holding out hope for a text, a call, some kind of reply from Tim, but we'd gotten nothing and everything we sent was green.
2: Okay, turn right up here, then we cross Nine Mile Bridge, and then it's just a mile or so off the road.
0: Uh, I don't think we're crossing Nine Mile Bridge.
1: Nine Mile Bridge was a nothing little bridge over what was usually a nothing little creek. But they'd open the floodgates upstream like the sheriff had warned, and there was a 40-foot-wide white water river rushing over the road. You could barely see the top of the sign that said Nine Mile
3: Bridge. Bro, she's a swimmer. You should see her. I take her through Crooked Creek all the time. Crooked Creek is a creek. That is a river.
2: Yeah, I think Gama's right.
3: Okay, we'll test it out then. Just a little toe in. No, 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 no. no. Guys, guys, I'm, I'm telling you, we crossed this. No problem. Gotcha.
2: Buzz, chill. Just give it a sec. Oh, shit, shit, shit. We need to get to Shady Pines and get the server back on. We need more time.
0: So we split up. I don't want to go to that creepy ghost place anyway. There's got to be a way to cross by foot. Zoe, you and I can go on a nice scenic hike, find a crossing, and see
3: what's there.
2: And then what? Charlie and Buzz get into the server? I don't think so.
3: Hey, G-Man, I'll go with you. I got raincoats and shit all in the toolbox. We need your truck, though. Yeah, for sure. You take it.
1: I got it. I wasn't friends with Buzz. Gama wasn't friends with him. His only response to being asked to stay up all night, deal with a potentially cursed game, drive through a thunderstorm, cross a raging river, and march through a field toward God knows what, had been sure now he was offering to let zoe and i take his truck and leave him stranded i would rather hang out with him than me too
0: you got everything yeah we'll go you as soon as we're there okay same good luck bye babe bye
2: gama be careful
0: you too
1: as we sped away i watched gama and buzz ponchos on, climbing the barbed wire fence to walk upstream and find a place to cross the river. The plan was simple, whoever got to their destination first would call the others to check in. Buzz and Gama would let us know what they found at the coordinates, and Zoe and I would get the server back online. Then I'd keep getting keys while Zoe checked if the string of characters I remembered from the badge and the inventory really was Fairchild's password, so she could see what else was on the server and what else Fairchild had changed in the game. But as long as it was on, I could play and give us more time to figure out what was really going on. We hoped whatever Buzz and Gama found would help. We were all exhausted. I could tell Zoe was fighting to stay awake. You good?
2: Huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, Hand me the gummies. I'm not sure. Charlie, the gummies are all I have. Just give them to me.
1: Yeah, sure. being
2: here. don't really have a choice. My best friend decided to get himself cursed.
1: Your best friend hasn't been much of a friend lately.
2: Look, we both want the same thing. We do? We want to get out of this town. You distract yourself by working and studying 24-7, and I distract myself by staying up for days at a time, and then hoping I fall asleep and wake up and it's the end of senior year.
1: But what about Buzz? He's like, never leaving.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, Buzz and I aren't planning a future together. He's just fun to be around. He never stresses, he doesn't care that our town sucks, and he makes me coffee.
1: <laughs> oh. I guess I just thought...
2: It's easy. Like, we don't take it that seriously, so when I go to college, it won't be a whole thing. With pressure to, like, oh... Are we going to stay together, or do long distance, or do we even need to make it to the end of senior year? I mean, I don't want to get stuck here. I don't want to... <laughs> it would be different if it was someone else, you know? Like, if there was someone I cared about differently or, or more strongly or whatever, it would it'd would be a whole thing. they just, so many people in this town are here because of that. And then where do they end up, you know?
1: They end up here. Where they started.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly, right? Where they started. I don't don't want that. I'm not going to let that happen. So that's why we're not going to lose this game, okay? We're We're not going to lose. Okay. Promise me. Whatever it is, we're going to beat it. And then we're going to enjoy senior year and have fun like we used to. You and me and and Gamma and Buzz.
1: Sometimes, Buzz. Promise. I promise. The entrance to Shady Pines was tucked into the trees off an old farm road. And we could see the gravel drive wind into the thick pines. There was a heavy iron gate with a chain and padlock.
0: I'll check the gate.
1: I ran up and pulled the chain. It was wrapped tight, but when I shook it, the lock fell into the mud. I picked it up and saw it be cut. I pulled the chain free and pushed the gates open. Unlock? Someone cut it.
2: It's Gama. Gama, are you there? What did you find? Barely. Tim! We found Tim! Where? Is he alive? No, no, no. He, he looks like he was. I, I don't know, I don't know. He
0: was leaned up against this tree and, and it looks like he was struck by lightning or something. It's just... I can't think about it or, or I'll throw up again,
2: but but there's something burned into the tree. What? I just sent you the picture.
1: I knew what would be there before I saw the image. Two words. Tick-tock. Like they'd been branded into the bark.
2: Where did you find him? At the coordinates? I mean,
0: almost. Just outside. What do you mean, outside? There's a cave
2: in the side of the hill. What's in it? In it? Why would we go in? You have to go in, G. Here, bro, you can take the
3: machete. I don't want the machete, Buzz. Okay, then just use the pocket knife. That's cool,
2: Buzz. As far as I know, knives do not work on ghosts. Gama. Yeah? You've got to go in.
1: No, they don't. This is my mess. I'm the one who decided to play.
0: Exactly! Exactly! It is your mess. I said, don't play. Black Cats, broken game, don't play. I said that, and you said, I am Charlie. Here's my name and date of birth and
1: my social security number. Please come and murder me. You don't have to go. Charlie? No. I thought I was the only one at risk because I was the only one playing, but now I don't know. If someone else killed Fairchild and they don't want us to know what happened, then, then we're all playing the game. We're all at risk. Shut
0: up, dumbass. Buzz... Give me the pocket knife. Close. Please, please close it. Seriously, it's going to be so slippery in there. We're going in. Charlie, you owe me. You're my new rank partner at any time of day or night. Gamma, wait. We'll call when we're out. Be
2: careful.
3: Sure, babe. You too.
1: Zoe, I don't know what's happening.
2: Neither do I. And I'm pretty sure there's someone who doesn't want us to know.
1: You really don't have to do this.
2: Charlie, whatever is going on isn't going to go away on its own. Someone knew Blake and Tim were playing the game. That means they know you're playing. So let's just get the server back on and then get out, okay? Figure it out from there. Yeah.
1: The dirt road had turned to mud and we fishtailed through the deep tracks left by the heavy equipment that had been hauled in. The road wound through the trees for half a mile or so before it opened into a clearing and we could see shady pines looming in front of us. A huge square cement building. A single story above ground with a flat roof and square windows cut into the sides every few feet.
2: It looks like a bunker.
1: The walls were overgrown with weeds and dry, dead vines climbing all the way to the top and over onto the roof. There were a few pieces of equipment parked around. A bulldozer, a backhoe, a closed trailer, and one old pickup truck. There was a single gray metal door in front, propped open with a sandbag. We ran toward it and pulled it open and went inside. When the door fell closed behind us, it was pitch dark except for the little gray light coming in from the space held by the sandbag. Glad
2: Buzz had flashlights. Here.
1: It was nearly identical to the layout of the game. The hallway leading to the elevator in the center, rooms on either side, and the reception desk sitting just to the right inside the door.
2: Charlie, you see this?
1: Zoe shined her flashlight on the floor in front of us. Footsteps. Zoe leaned down and touched them. Muddy.
2: Hello? Anybody in here?
1: The wet prints led to a closed maintenance closet. We followed them and Zoe pulled open the door. The breaker boxes were inside, all flipped off. Worker must have come back to shut it down.
2: I'm going to turn them back on. Tell me if you see the server start up. It'll take it a while to reboot, but you should at least be able to see if it's trying.
1: I held the laptop open and watched the connection. Anything? Not yet.
2: There's no labels on these stupid things.
1: Wait, it's going. How long will it take?
2: I don't know, it's ancient, so probably a few minutes.
1: Anything from Gamma?
2: No, not yet. Reception is going in and out in here.
1: Same.
0: I don't think we're going the right way.
3: What do you mean? It's a cave, bro. Only one way to go. Yeah, in and
0: out. Right now we're going in, and I think the right way to go is out.
3: You ever been cave diving? No. No. Oh, it's cool. I saw this whole thing about on the Red Bull channel. It was like these guys going into the jungle to caves so deep, no one knew how deep they were, and they would just jump in with their parachutes and disappear forever. Forever? Yeah, just floating into the dark, getting smaller and smaller, and then poof, gone. That's horrifying. Please never mention it
0: again. Do you hear that? The ticking? Yeah, 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 I hear it. Okay, Buzz, I think I'll trade you for the machete now.
2: Where are you going?
1: I want to see something. I walked down the hall towards the elevator. The doors were closed.
2: Hey, Charlie, I I know your brain isn't working great, but we probably don't want to take the elevator given the power situation.
1: I know, I know, I just... I want to see inside. I shoved a pry bar between the door panels and Zoe helped force them apart. I shined the flashlight inside on ten years of dust and cobwebs.
2: What are you looking for?
1: I want to see how many floors there are.
2: (gasps) Jesus! Okay, I'm awake now.
1: I leaned into the elevator. It was just like in the game. Floors 1 through B12. But I could see one of the buttons was cracked around the edges. B-11. I ran my finger around it and it fell off in my hand. I gave it to Zoe.
2: It's not connected to anything.
1: I peeled them off, one by one, until there were only three floors left.
2: Why would they do that?
1: I don't know. I remember Blake said Tim had told him the building was different. I I guess this is what he meant.
2: Okay, so how many floors are there really? Three. Is the server back?
1: Um, still connecting. Wait. Wait. No, it's working. I'm in. The timer on the game was right where it should have been. I checked the leaderboard and saw all the new names. Everyone had a lot more time than me except S. Graham. She still didn't have any keys, and she was down to 10 minutes.
2: Go to your inventory and give me the password, or what you think is the password. I'll pull up the server on Gama's machine.
1: He's not gonna like you doing that on his computer.
2: Yeah, well, he doesn't like being in that cave either.
1: I pulled up my inventory. Jay Fairchild's badge and the string of characters in the description were still there like I'd remembered them.
2: Okay. Read them to me.
1: I read her the characters. Wish me luck. Luck.
2: Holy shit, it worked. I'm Jay Fairchild. I need to find the last saved game file before he made the changes. Then I can run a comparison to see what's different. Charlie, keep playing. This could take a minute.
3: Damn, you were right, Gee, This is slippery. Buzz, keep it down. The echo sounds so cool, though. Do you see that? Bones. Why are there flowers here? Bro, people bring flowers to graves to, like, remember the person, you know?
0: Yes, thank you. I am familiar with that tradition. What I meant was, why are there fresh flowers here now? Dude, you know, I don't know. Someone must have brought them. Yeah, well, the ticking is coming from underneath. Boss, what the hell? You don't disturb corpses! This whole game is already cursed. I don't want extra evil spirits following us around.
3: What? We gotta find whatever clue is here, no? To lead to the treasure.
0: I think the dead body is the clue, and for the last time, there is no treasure.
3: Well, hold on, hold on. Gee, I think there's something here.
0: Wait, that's like the watch from the video. The old pocket watch Fairchild had. Maybe this was Fairchild.
3: Mm, it looks kinda small. Hey, here, lay down and see if you're
0: taller. I am not laying down next to a pile of bones. Bust skull
3: damn bro smashed up pretty bad
0: i think we got what we need let's just take some pictures and get out of here any luck
2: almost there just waiting on the scan to finish and done okay well it, it was definitely a rush job looking at the code which makes sense The first change is the badge, the next change is the coordinates, and the next change...
1: What? What is it?
2: 456E What? It's like... um, Uh, let me see... In the game, there's maybe a command that pops up in the front of a... I can't tell without running it, but... There's a command that pops up, and he changed it from light the match to 456E.
0: That's
1: all there is? Those are the only changes?
2: Yep, that's it. Maybe he didn't finish, maybe he was typing out something longer. Like what? Well, I don't know, Charles. An address, another password. There's a lot of stuff on the server he has access to. We can keep looking.
1: Three clues. The first one got us the next two. We could have gotten them in the game, but we didn't. The login, the coordinates, 456E We haven't found what's at the coordinates Maybe that's why it doesn't make sense
2: You mean we have to solve them in order?
1: Exactly, In, in the game The key for the next level is on the level before
2: And there's something else we know What? He was in a hurry So? So, maybe he doubled up If the password got us onto the server That means there's something on the server He wants us to find Like you said, you can find all these clues Without getting into the code at all I'm sure he only planned on people finding them in the game.
1: So one of the changes should reference something on the server.
2: Does, does reference something on the server? The coordinates of the cave. There's a video file with the same name. Play it. Oh shit! That's Fairchild.
1: It was Fairchild and a woman in her 30s. They were in an observation room at Shady Pines, looking at monitors showing the rooms in the facility.
2: Who's the woman?
1: I don't know. Good
3: well, Doctor Grant you agree? I do. The subject is actively playing the slot machine on basement level 6, and the EEG confirms the subject's brain activity matches that from earlier slot action, and the subject's physical movements still appear to be conscious. Meanwhile, the right hemisphere of the subject's brain exhibits the waveforms that are consistent with REM sleep. This pattern has been recorded and consistent for the last 6 hours, prior to which the inverse was true. Forget it, Susan. I'm getting the champagne. We'll do the write-up off the data in the morning.
1: Susan Graham. S. Graham. What? The other name on the leaderboard. I brought up the leaderboard again. S. Graham. The time still ticking away with zero keys.
0: Are you forgetting something? You're right. Maria Shepard, congratulations. You are the first human to get the 13th key. I knew it. I
1: I told you from the first day there was something special about her, didn't I? You're going to be very famous, Maria. One day soon, everyone will know your name. Now, let me see if I remember how to actually trigger it. The timekeeper finally loses. Thank God. They not need this anymore. Fairchild grabbed something from the desk as he said this. I could barely make it out, but when he set it back down, it was clear. A mask covered with eyes. The same one I'd seen in the reflection at Tim's house. That's what they were doing. What? The buttons in the elevator. The, the mask. They were making it seem real to the people who came so they wouldn't know where the real world ended and the game started.
2: Wait, do you see that? Fairchild's triggering the 13th key. There's a way to beat it, he just had to do it himself.
1: Oh, there we go. Fairchild entered a command, and we watched as the timekeeper character in the game walked to a dark door in a red-lit room and inserted a key into the keyhole in the center and turned.
3: He's in the game the whole time.
1: He's on the other side of the door. What door? The last door. The lowest level. The the red light on the other side of the keyhole. And we're done. A little time left to spare Maria. Congratulations,
0: we drink to you. What's she doing? What's happening to her?
1: There was a monitor that took up part of the video. A black and white camera in Maria's room. We could see her sitting at the desk. Wires covering her head. Staring at the monitor. It was Maria's screaming, and the machines charting her brain functions looked like they were screaming, too. Jesus. Zoe and I watched as Maria banged her head into the desk over and over, blood pouring down her face. And then she stood and sprinted full speed into the door with her head lowered. Her neck snapped and she fell to the ground in the pile.
2: Holy shit. Is she... She's dead It shut down again, the server Breakers? No, breakers still on Oh shit, we have to go down Server room is on the lowest level, right? Yeah Come on then
1: We walked back down to the central hall to the elevator and turned around to the stairwell door I stopped with my hand on the handle What's wrong? I didn't want to go down But I knew we had to Part of me had always known I would have to.
2: Charlie, we got this.
1: Zoe so put her hand on mine and turned the handle. The door swung open, and we stepped inside. I knew there was no turning back.
2: The Timekeeper, Episode 3, features Judah Lewis as Charlie, Chandler Kinney as Zoe, and Arjun atalye as Gamma. The Timekeeper was created, written, and directed by Matthew A. Brown. Sound design, scoring, and mix by Jeff Schmidt. Original score composed by Joshua Zimmerman. Additional dialogue editing by Marika Perlmutter. Executive produced by Kaylin Moore, Matthew A. Brown, and Judah Lewis. The Timekeeper is a production from Heart Starts Pounding. Additional cast includes Matt Spa as Buzz, Guy Kent as Jacob Fairchild, and Princess Elmore as Susan Graham.
3: Thank you for listening. And don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.